Turn your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 55. We read from Colossians chapter 2 this morning. Paul's prayer to the believers that their heart may be new together, that they may be comforted in the full assurance of understanding. Okay, it talks about their growth. Talk about his desire for every believer to come into the rich understanding of the knowledge of Christ in such a way that their hearts will be anchored firmly in the truth of Jesus Christ. That they will not be tossed to and fro. Okay, but conviction will increase by, by, the, by the knowledge of Christ that they have. So Paul was saying, this is my desire for you in prayer. This is my desire for you in prayer. As we congregate again this morning, I believe um, that I should also wish us early Happy New Year in advance. This is the, the last day in the month of December and as well in the, in the year 2022. By the time we um, come together tomorrow, we'll be actually saying that Happy New Year to you because it's January 1st. So I'm wishing every one of us a happy new year. But I'm not just wishing you alone, because in the realm of the spirit, wishes don't count. Uh, hallelujah. Wishes don't count in the realm of the spirit. What counts is your prayer and your affirmation. So I am affirming to you that next year, 2023, is going to be a great year. So I am declaring that you will be happy all through the new year in the name of Jesus. I'm declaring that for you, you will stay joyful, you will stay excited. The things of God, the things of the Spirit, the manifestation and encounters of God will keep you joyful all through the year 2023. It's going to be in an explosive event of the supernatural for you, for yours, in the name of Jesus. So it's going to be a joyful year for everyone. It's going to be a joyful year. Wishes don't count in the realm of the Spirit. Don't wish. Rather, you pray and affirm it. Glory to God. Are we there? Isaiah chapter 55. Um, I was preaching from this point a few days ago. And I really want to declare this for us because I believe that this is the approach by which we must enter the new year. The Lord has spoken to us. So 2023 is going to be the first year of a five-year journey. Verse 1. I'm reading from the NLT. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come, pick your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen, and I will tell you where to get food that is good for your soul. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, for the life of your soul is at stake. I am ready to make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the mercies and unfailing love that I promised to David. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The KJV says, come and buy without money. 
come and buy with our money. As we go into this new year, and as we all plan and have goals, my first advice to everyone of us is very simple. First advice, get God before goals. Get what? Get God before what? Before goals. You've heard the word man plans, God disposes. Is that right? Yes. If he does not agree with his, with his will and purposes for you, don't let yourself be born out. Be born out. Be worn out. When you get goals without God in it, except the Lord builds the house, what happens? Those that build it, they labor in vain. I'm not saying goals are not important, but I'm saying get God before what? Before goals. That should be your approach to life. Lest you will weary yourself. When we started working into 2022, the Lord told us, first personally, as a ministry, the Lord told us what to do in the year. And because the Lord said it, the Lord opened doors for us. Is that not right? And we entered into the things that the Lord has said to us. We entered into all the things the Lord said to us. All, not one was left behind. We entered into all. Because the Lord was the one leading. So get God first. Then before your goals. So that you will not exhaust yourself and be weary and be frustrated. Get God before goals. Don't make goals that is... Uh, antagonistic to the plans of God. I'd rather get God. I'd rather, I'd rather allow God usher me in. I'd rather get what God is saying. And for some of us, if you've been listening, the prior now you should know that what your goal should be. Lord said, learn skills. That's it. Prioritize it. Prioritize reading. Prioritize learning. Prioritize picking up new skills. Because the Lord is said to do great things regarding that. Learning because the Lord said that this will be a rewarding year for those who are hardworking, diligent in their duties. Reading because money is going to come to those who learn. There was a time when money flowed to those who went to school. Is that right? They didn't have to do any other things. Just go to school and then get a job and money comes to you. There was another time, there was uh, times where money goes to people who sell. Is that right? You have a product to sell and then you get money for it in exchange for your goods or... Uh, um, there are times where people exchange uh, money for time. Is that right? Where it was convenient for people to spend 9 to 5 o'clock at work and then they get money that is sufficient for their work, for their living, their standard of living. Right now, we are seeing that all those things is failing. But I tell you the truth, in this last days, money will go to those who learn. Money will come to those who what? Who are learning. Learning will produce money for every area of your life. I commend you to the scriptures in Proverbs chapter 8 and Proverbs chapter 9. It said, wisdom has mingled its wine. Wisdom has furnished a feast. You should look at those scriptures, those two scriptures there. So wisdom has produced a feast. 
He said wisdom is calling out to men and to women. Wisdom is not knowledge. Don't confuse it for knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to discern what to do. It's intelligence. For every situation, you know how to apply yourself. Understanding is the right use of knowledge. But wisdom is the one that keeps everything together, that makes capable to adapt to any situation. You have right discernment. We call it intelligence. That's what wisdom does for you. Wisdom has erected the spiller. Wisdom is calling out to men. In other words, what the Bible is saying is that every time you look at the affairs of men, there are things that is going on in the environment which not many people are able to understand. The Bible says that the children of Issachar, it said that they were wiser. They were wise among the brethren. They, could be, they were able to discern the times. Discernment of time. You know, you look at your environment, you just know that ah, these are the things that is happening. This is what might happen in the next year, the next two years, in the next three years. This is how I can shield myself from it. The Bible says that a wise man sees evil from afar and avoids it, hides himself. He said, but the simple thing just walks on and is snared. Wisdom is crying out. Look at what is going on in the economies of nations. I've several times I've told you guys what is happening all over the world. But it's one thing to notice what is going all happening all over the world. It's another thing for you to prepare. The question you should be asking is that am I prepared? Am I prepared? Not just talk about it. I hear many people talk about it. Oh Nigeria is bad. Oh Nigeria is worse. They do not have deep insight. To prepare, they just make noise. A wise man does not carry out assessments to make noise. A wise man carries out assessments to be able to shield himself from what is going on. That's a wise man. I remember what Jacob said. He said this to Laban, Where will I provide for my family? After taking stock of his working relationship with his employee, who is Laban, he suddenly discovered that if he continues that way, he will not be able to cater for his ever-increasing family, a man of four wives and with many children. So he said that this working relationship, how will I be able to provide and fend for my family? Then he renegotiated the terms of his employment and said look give me livestock what he was simply saying is that look I don't want money I don't want food for the day let me cater for myself but give me assets in those days livestock are assets you know how wealthy a man is by the livestock that he owns give me assets I want to have my own assets because when you have livestock you have meat from it isn't that right then you have milk from it isn't that right then from milk you have cheese. Is that not right? Things that you can sell. You have wool. Isn't that right? So from it you have several parts of it that you can actually use in making money. So he said, don't give me money anymore. Give me the assets. But it came as a result of having insight about this situation. Prepare. Prepare. Look at what's going on all around you. 
and let it instill wisdom in your heart. Let your heart be full of understanding. Understand the times and understand the season. Understand what is happening. And then look for ways through it. Because the Lord is arming us with strength. One of the things that the Lord said to us, He said, My grace for you this season is going to manifest as the ability to learn hard things. My grace for you this season is going to be your ability to learn hard things, hard skills. That's what God said. So grace would manifest itself in our lives as what? Our ability to learn complex things as you dutifully avail yourself for the learning process. Avail yourself for the learning process. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more from Ten Divine Ministries. You can download more messages from our Telegram channel. We have a link c.ma forward slash tvm media. For inquiries and partnerships, please send a mail to cvineministry77 at gmail.com or call 0708. Well, for zero seven nine four seven. Thank you and God bless you.